Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. Today's episode, we are diving into finding your audience with ease and answering the question that a lot of people ask, which is, where do I find my audience on YouTube? And so in order to find your audience and make it very easy for you to know what kind of content that they would be interested in, I want to take a dedicated episode and really dive into that for you because I believe it's extremely important and valuable as entrepreneurs. Like we know and we've heard, and I'm sure you've heard, that your audience is on YouTube. Knowing that, now we need to understand how to take this and apply it and really, really get to the point where we say, okay, you know what? I feel good about creating a YouTube channel for my business. And then we get to this problem of, you know, most people not knowing where to start, what kind of content should I create? What would people be interested in or things like that? And if you've listened to previous episodes on the podcast, you've heard me talk about, you know, starting with your frequently asked questions, starting with um, things that your people are searching for and all the things like that. But we've never, I don't believe, taken a dedicated episode and really dived into that. So I want to address that today. And again, starting with this problematic question of where do I find my audience on YouTube? So we have to understand that every platform has what I call a social behavior. So when you usually go to Facebook, you're going to engage with a person generally, somebody that you know are already connected with. When you first sign in, or if you're automatically already signed in and you go to the app, then you're already seeing how that engagement is lined up. Your family and your friends are the first people that you see. And then spread across there, you have to select if you wanna see first a page that you may follow and be connected with. But the only way that you even found that page was you had to go like it. So Facebook social behaviors are very different than YouTube because you had to go and like it first before you saw it. Otherwise, they had to advertise to you and pay to play and pay to get your attention. Well, on YouTube, it's very, very different. People don't necessarily have to pay for your attention. You're coming not necessarily to look for a family or a friend member that you know of or somebody like you're not looking for that initially. Most people's initial thing for when they sign in is they are searching for something. Once the people get ingrained into a system and they get used to the approach on YouTube, then they start to go to their subscriptions tab to see for those that they have followed what content is out that they've made unless they have notifications on and then they know because they just were notified about it. With the normal social behavior on YouTube is for people to go to YouTube and go to the search bar and ask a question or type in something that is around curiosity or an interest to them. So it's only going to be those two things. It's going to be a question or it's going to be more curiosity and interest based best thing for entrepreneurs is the fact that we fit into that first category of questions. 
the fact that people have questions means that we can provide answers because all companies are created around solving a problem for someone. That being the case, we can now take advantage of one of, I can't even, I wish I could find this data. I'm gonna have to keep searching for it specifically, but I would be comfortable in saying the number one search phrase on YouTube or one of the highest, I know for a fact, <laughs> how to, how, how to is searched more than 450 times per month, how to specific phrases as you get more niche and beyond just the how to really, really start to amp get amplified, right? And so you have content that shows up within that how to phrase from any and every area of business that you can think of. If you have a food truck and you own that, there's people that want to know how to start a food truck and how to find other food trucks in their area. Or maybe they're just uncovering what that is, depending on where they live, and they're curious, what is it? So there are so many different various and various various entry points that you can kind of come at your content from, simply based on the questions that people ask. Most businesses are a search uh, based on, you know, Facebook and Google type of a deal, and they're coming up, and people are looking to see what you have, but. When you have content on YouTube, it's one thing if somebody knows your business name, then they go search that in. They put that into Google and figure out where you are and stuff like that. But when they don't know your business, they do know their problem more than anything else. Meaning when they come to YouTube and they ask a question, anybody can answer that question. If your business shows up as that source, if it shows up as that go-to thing, as my dad would say, now we're cooking with grease. So let's break this down. We know that how to, again, searched over, uh, that phrase searched over 450 times, 450,000 times per month, per month, not per year, per month. All right. We know that people are coming to YouTube either to ask a question or something based on curiosity or their interest. We can fit into either category with let's go with question type stuff. So the first thing that we can do we really just want to ask ourselves like three questions. If we can ask ourselves these three questions, then we can begin to kind of dissect how our audience is engaging. Everything that I teach when I'm working with coaches, uh, other coaches, when I'm working with clients, when I'm working and I'm speaking and crafting a talk for something, like for example, I'm doing a social media uh, examiner workshops. So I'll put a link in the show notes where you can get access um, and sign up for that. That is a, a two hour intensive. And the cart is rapidly closing for that because that will be starting in March. So that's a two hour intensive. And so definitely check that out. And so like those are one of the things is like teaching people how to become more or less, quote unquote, like the mind readers blueprint that I teach, which is how do you know what they're thinking? How do you know what the person on the keyboard is thinking? Let's break this down. First question is going to be when they come to YouTube, what are they searching for? So often content creators, marketers, entrepreneurs, we're coming at the content from the wrong perspective. We're titling it things that are not something that the audience member, the person that's on the keyboard, the viewer 
the potential client is searching for. They don't know to use that language. Similar in the same way when we go to the doctor, we are not using the same language that they are when it comes to, you know, describing a pain or an issue. Usually they're educating us on what that pain is, the proper terminology for it. And here's the path to wellness. When we are presenting our content as entrepreneurs to the viewer, our potential audience member, our new potential viewer, but the more or less the person that's on the keyboard, we have to do the same thing. But when we're titling our videos, we now need to present that content in a way that they are actually searching for it. So when they come to the keyboard, how are they typing this in? That's the second question. How are they typing this? The how they type this matters because that is what the unlock is because there are a lot of different ways that they can type in a search phrase, especially when they're trying to, they don't even know the right words. They know the, what they want, but they don't know how to quite get that out yet. So they're saying that, how do I start a podcast? What's the best microphone for a podcast? What platform should I use for a podcast? What's better than this? And other questions come up as they find content and people that are in the know comparing things or talking about things. Now other questions are being drummed up. And so that leads us into our, our third thing is what's the next logical question that they would ask or that they would search for? Knowing this progressive series of questions of what is it that they're one coming to the keyboard with? What's that primary question, pain point or concern? Number two, how are they searching for that? And number three, what's the next logical question? If we can begin to dissect that for whatever it is, you can be a pool company, like a swimming pool company. You could come in it from the angle that if you're looking for customers and say, how to clean your swimming pool, how to get your pool summer ready after winter, how to still or how to maintain your swimming pool during extremely cold temperatures in the winter or during the winter. It has to be the thing that they are searching for in the way that they're searching for using their language, because if it's not, then it's going to be off. Now, this is getting into that mind readers blueprint content that I teach, but that those are the first first beginning points of the, the first thing to do. If you can begin to understand the how they're doing something, the how they're thinking about it, then that matters. It absolutely matters because now you can word it right. We may say as the professional in this industry or something, we may say winterization. How to winter ride. They don't there, but they a regular person that's a homeowner that has this company, you know, has this problem. They aren't searching for it in that way. So if you're this swimming pool professional that has a service that can help them. You're saying how to some of your audience may know that wording or that phrasing, but most of them may not be. And so you want to create it in a way that they are searching for it in their language, 
with their their language that they're actually using. And you want to be able to start addressing that next logical question, because when you start to show up as that go to resource, that person, that deck, no matter what happens, I keep coming up on this person's content. So I, I'm even if they didn't like your stuff and they didn't want to watch it initially, they will come back around to it. Case in point, I was just learning some of what the online space had to offer. I was just being exposed to it. And I came across content from this guy that was in a red shirt sometime, a purple shirt sometime, and a black shirt sometime. And just kind of super chill, sitting at the desk. And he had a video. Searching for something else, same guy. Searching for something else, same guy again. Searching for something else, same guy. I said, well, dad, come on. I said, let me just go and look at this person's channel and see what it is that all that they have to offer. Because every question that I have, they have a video for. And they keep coming up in these search results. So even as me, somebody that was at the time very, it was like YouTube was foreign from a creator space and how YouTube worked. I didn't know anything about the algorithm. I didn't know anything about search engine optimization. I knew nothing about nothing. I'm just uh, that person on the keyboard looking for answers. This one specific creator kept showing up, which made me then say, well, let me go and look at their channel because I can't escape them no matter what I do. And so I went to their channel and lo and behold, not only did they have those three to four videos that I was searching for that came up, but I could stop searching. I could just go to their channel and just watch it straight from the horse's mouth, if you will. Furthermore, YouTube did its job as it always does and had recommended and related content that not only came up on the side, but it also came up where it's like at the end of the video, either that person had another video ready to go to say, hey, if you're interested in this, maybe interested in this, or if you started with this one, you probably want to check this one out next. And then YouTube recommending a piece of content to me as well. And then I found other related content creators that were making this very easy process for me. And of course I subscribed to that creator and that creator was Roberto Blake. Roberto Blake is, if you're not familiar, he teaches uh, a lot of YouTube content, started out teaching a lot of things for uh, designers and creative professionals and things like that. But because he had content for some of any and everything, it wasn't those early videos weren't in the style that I preferred. And it's not that I hated his videos, but I was just like, maybe, it's another video that's maybe a little bit more interesting, a little bit more, you know, and even he talks about how he's grown as a, a creator. But even then, it's like two, three videos later, if you have my answer, I really don't care. And you've gone to other videos and they don't have a good, relevant quality answer. Not that the videos weren't higher production quality or something, because I'm not looking at that. I mean, you definitely will notice, but to more or less an uneducated viewer, they aren't thinking about what's that person's camera that they're using, what shallow depth of field, um, you know, kind of a vibe do they have going on so I can know what the aperture is on their camera and I wonder what their lighting setup. Nobody's asking that questions. 
a viewer doesn't care. They either notice that it looks nice or it kind of looks normal and simple. But honestly, past the point of me, like, I'm like, this dude has the answer. If I would just chill out for a second and just watch the video, the dude has the answer. So instead of me searching, I just watched this video because it had the answer. Now it's like five years later and same thing just about for some issues that I'm searching for. His content comes up. I've been subscribed, <laughs> been subscribed to the channel, but you know, so that content comes up now. So in the same way that we are thinking about how can we find our audience and how can we do this in a very easy way? This is the easy way. The hard way is, tr is you making content the other way where as the professional, you're naming it, it's the professional thing. You're titling it as if it's a dissertation at a university versus it being something that's explainable to maybe an eight-year-old. Because we change our language when we're changing the how we're talking to people when we're talking to a child. When we get to the point that we need to now adjust our language for a child, we talk different, vibe a little different. That being the case, same thing with our business. We need to do the same thing. We need to change the way we talk, which means we need to change the way that we talk to our audience. So if you do that, you start to create your content much easier. Things work out a little bit better for you. So give it a shot and let me know how that works for you. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating or review. And as I love to end all podcast episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it's how you set your sails. And with that guys, a little bit of passion. See you on the next episode. So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.